0: My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. Um, uh,
1: good evening, everybody. It's the fifth of March. Um, is that a significant date? They're all significant. All you have
2: to do is bring up a calendar (laughs) online, and there'll be all (laughs) kinds of things that have happened. (laughs) Pick your flavor. Uh, But is
1: it there? Is what is the Ides of March? What date is that? Beware the Ides. The fifteenth. The fifteenth. Okay. Yes. Got it. Uh, The 8th of March is when my wife is getting a vaccine. Oh, boy. That Sunday, this Sunday, I get to drive her. Yay. Yeah. Nice. I'm having fantasies.
3: (laughs) What What are you going to go
1: cavorting naked (laughs) through the fields? No. um, No, no, the fantasy goes like this. I'm there and I go, please, sir, I'm 64 and three quarters. (laughs) Do you have an extra unused vaccine? And, yeah. and they look at me and they go, you're pathetic. Uh, <laughs> but we do have an extra vaccine and they stick me in the arm.
4: It's all part of my rock and roll <laughs> fantasy.
1: I know. Isn't that great? Those are the fantasies <laughs> at this age. They, they've changed. Yeah. So beware. Is it beware the Ides, the of, Ides March? of March? Yes. And yes. why were you supposed to beware them?
2: Listen A lot of people
1: it, will hear this just before the
2: end. Isn't I'd
5: that Shakespearean? It is, yes. Right,
2: is. yes. I'll be damned if I can remember which play, though. It's... See,
5: it's, it's yeah, it's Caesar, Julius right? Caesar? Yeah. yeah, I think so.
2: And, and what happened in March? March winds are blowing, green grass
1: is growing.
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think... By the I way, think he was, while you guys are stabbed are struggling on, on, on the 15th or something. I've
1: Googled it. Um <laughs> uh-huh. The uh, soothsayer warning to Julius Caesar in yeah, William Shakespeare's play was, Beware the Ides, the Ides of March. Of March yes. Not only did Shakespeare's words stick, but uh, in ways he never would have imagined they would. Mm. Uh-huh. The phrase and the date, March 15th, has a dark and gloomy connotation. Hmm. Well.
2: <laughs> i hope it's not another insurrection now uh that was today by the way oh, uh, that was the fourth
1: yeah. of march and yes uh, it was and nothing happened nothing it was a big
2: nothing burger as they
1: say you know i i, I want my QAnon membership money back <laughs> if i call visa will they
4: because <laughs> i won't. didn't get
1: anything for
2: my no, membership neither did the trump people who paid three times the rate for the hotel
5: and all those vendors that printed all those shirts, they can sell them. Right? It's
1: like losing the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> so the Ides of March actually has a non-threatening origin. Oh, really? Uh, Kalends, Nones, and Ides were ancient markers used to dates, reference dates in relation to lunar phases. <laughs> so it really refers, the Ides refers to the first full moon of a given month. And it usually falls between the 13th and the 15th. Oh. So today was the loony phase. Uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so anyway, um, when heroes in movies, books, and television shows are faced with the Ides of March, it's always a bad omen. Hmm. Several television shows have had episodes called the Ides of March, and nothing uh, good happens in that. I don't want to give it too much away. Yeah, it's kind of like After Midnight. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, the death of Julius Caesar cursed that day, it is said, Mm. or was it simply Shakespeare's mastery of language that forever darkened an otherwise normal box on the calendar?
2: He was a wordsmith. No, no two
1: ways. (laughs) Bill Shakespeare. And by the way, the new year used to be March 15th in the Roman calendar.
2: Is that right? Yep. And they changed
1: it uh, to January, two years before he was betrayed and butchered by members of the Roman Senate, who also sold Nancy Pelosi's laptop.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, you are so right about history repeating itself. Oh, It is just so cyclical as
1: to be, wow,
2: you almost don't need a Ouija board.
1: Well, what it is, and no one believes me and no one pays any attention to my theories. I'm sorry, what would you say? Uh, hold on, let me <laughs> let me adjust my tinfoil hat.
2: Okay, go ahead.
1: What it really is, and, and I, I don't know if human beings will ever come to grips with this. We, we're so conceited as a species. Self-centered, absolutely. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, we're all born with a basic DNA operating system.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And each generation is born with the same one and it it has not evolved it doesn't evolve
2: they think that's been updated but the software is still the
1: same no the the, the basic uh 2. operating system it's man 1.0 <laughs> because uh my brain scientist friend whom I'll get on the show someday yes. basically said there hasn't really been any meaningful um uh, what, what does darwin call it evolution yes in say a, it takes like a hundred thousand years to maybe grow longer toenails and blonde hair. Right. You know, it's,
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's me. Know. Yeah. yeah,
1: and uh and you know, we used to have hair all over our bodies, but we didn't yeah. need them because we invented clothes. Right. Things like that happen. You know, they go they go away really slowly. And so, what it is is, you go, how could freaking Governor Cuomo <laughs> not know? That you know, telling a twenty something year old uh, employee that he wants to know if she's fantasied about uh, sleeping with old men, em- how could he not right. how could he like how could he not learn and, and the fact is it's his DNA. Yeah. It's like, hey governor you're homo erectus, but don't be so homo erectus. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> And so <laughs> and so as I watch behavior and just, it just keeps repeating itself and it's the it's same true. dumb stuff and that, over and over again. It, it, that didn't really, I
2: mean, that wasn't omnipresent in my mind exactly. I knew that it, it existed, but when you fleshed it out like that, I keep, now I see it everywhere.
1: Yeah. And so if we could fast forward to a hundred years, yes. there'll be a leader, a president or somebody else, and there'll mm-hmm. be 24 women that say he fondled them and he will yeah. have uh, bribed someone in in whatever passes for the tabloids in the future. uh, You know, they'll have, the tabloids will have drone cameras disguised as insects. (laughs) That's not, that's not,
2: he's laughing, that's not that far. Oh, no, I know. Literally the
1: fly on on Pence's head during the debate.
2: (laughs) Might have been the place there by the CIA.
1: Could have been a Russian spy even now. (laughs) That's
2: true. Think about the surgery they're able to do with robots in the body.
1: Beware the Ides of March. Uh, Uh, It just felt so weird uh, knowing uh, the other day that, you know, the Capitol was supposed to be taken over again and Trump was supposed to reassume the presidency. Yeah. And I'll tell you, there's a part of me that, you know, believes in Bigfoot. (laughs) I thought it could be a possibility. (laughs) You, You know
2: what brought it home for me today? The cyclical thing is... I've been b- playing phone tag with my ex partner. I say partner, people look at me sideways when I like say you're that. Like yeah. On
1: air partner. You, I yeah. just leave out on air. We call it I, partner in the radio business, though. You yes, these are my partners.
2: Yeah. So i uh, Platonic playing tag. Platonic. Yes, yes. And he's trying to get into freelance. Freelance. I'm trying to set him up. He, we're playing phone tag. So Jeff in Ottawa is calling me, also a broadcaster, former broadcaster. Uh, I say, if if KC calls, I got to jump off. We've been playing phone tag. Middle of the conversation. Oh, KC's calling. I got to call him back. So I'm talking to KC. Of course, his best friend. Is Tim Allen, and he says, "And uh, Tim's on on FaceTime. I gotta go." <laughs> so it's <laughs> so a more important name, right? It was like my teenage years with girls. You're talking to the cute girl. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when, I'm sorry, the captain
1: they... of the cheerleading squad <laughs> is on the other line. Precisely, history yeah. repeats itself. But, but and that is that is what it's like to be human. And so there's a new uh, there's a new group out there. Got on the news very briefly about a week and a half ago. Yeah. And I meant to talk about it, and I didn't. But this is a perfect time to mention it. It's called Racists Anonymous. Oh, boy. Have you heard about No. No.
2: Oh, wait a minute. Did you just set us up?
1: No. (laughs) Okay, you're serious. No, and not that I don't enjoy doing that. (laughs) That's what you do. No, but this was actually a real news story. And Racists Anonymous is a 12-step program. (laughs) Uh, And its whole point, it was founded in 2015, by the way. Mm-hmm. Its whole, whole point is to help human beings realize that the. Uh, and by the way, Zip, some of this will sound familiar to you and I. <laughs> okay. One of the biggest symptoms of racism is that you don't believe you have it. That's true. Okay. Uh, basically, the premise of this is that we're all racist. We and I, I buy that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but we spend too many t- too much time pointing out other people's racism. That's true. And by the way, for anything I'm saying, you can substitute the word drinking or drug use. Yes. And so with Racist Anonymous, you actually admit that you were powerless over the racism that exists in your head. Uh-huh. And you That's- surrender f- fighting it. Mm-hmm. And you also realize that you are not allowed, love this, to call anybody else racist. Racist, yeah. Ever. That, yeah. Yeah. Like so what I would have to say to Dr. Seuss is keep coming back, Dr. Seuss. Come back. Come back to the meetings. <laughs> let me let me quickly
5: draw another analogy sure. here. You know, there's always talk about how alcoholism or, or you know addiction is a fear based disease. Yes. And I
1: definitely think that racism is fear based when you totally. really drill. Yeah, way and again, down to it. back to the DNA that we've had for a hundred thousand years. Yeah. If someone from another tribe got anywhere near your village they were trying to steal kill or rape i like your animal sound effects this is new for you this is a new side of <laughs> it's Ed my Kevin. inner animal <laughs> um so here- i'm brian fellows <laughs> here are the 12 steps of racist anonymous Okay. okay. Number one, I admit that I'm powerless over powerless. my addiction to racism <laughs> <laughs> in ways that I am unable to recognize fully, let alone manage. Wow. Okay. Two, me. I believe a power greater than me only can restore me in my humanness to the non-racist creature as the higher power intends me to be. All right. Big leap for some people.
2: Whatever you, I'm going to say, whatever your higher power happens to be. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: And the rest of it really resembles the 12 steps. Yeah. Uh, But some of the stuff you do is I've made a searching and fearless moral inventory concerning my bias towards others on the basis of race, class, gender, physical attributes, abilities, nationality, sexual orientation, and anything, anything else. Yeah. yeah. And um, I will continue taking this inventory, and I'll make amends to people wherever possible. It's all the same steps, basically. Um, But what's weird about it is, like, you would go in there and you would say, I'm Bob and I'm a racist, and here are the ways I'm a racist. Well, I go to work and I say, I'm here and I'm a centrist, and I'm in trouble because I've got two producers. <laughs> <laughs> centrist got, Anonymous. I'm saying I've got two You've producers. You've got accidentally go to the Cocaine Anonymous meeting, but that's okay. Right.
2: No, I've got two producers. Uh, one is black, one is white, and they're both conservative and you know, I am I know just I just know if I spout anything left, it's I'm going to be, you know,
1: debated. Right. Because you work, uh, by the way, for those that are not regular listeners of the show. Uh, well, Ed does many, many things, but he is also a co-host on a right wing talk show. And it's not one of no, those he,
4: it's, it's not, not one right. of those
1: banana Republican right wing talk shows. <laughs> I actually know a little bit about the host and he's a really good guy.
2: Yeah.
1: But uh, but still, it's when it's right wing it's, it's a right-wing station. I don't know that the show is right-wing. I've listened to him. He's not Bernie Sanders. No, he is not. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Racist Anonymous, and, and So the, and so, I don't know how many people can make this leap, but the point of Racist Anonymous is racism is built into our heads. So by yeah. accusing other people of racism, we're definitely being hypocritical.
2: Notice thou, the speck in thine brother's eye, and not the board in thine own.
5: So if you go on a commitment or like an intervention for racists, that would be interesting. (laughs) Uh, You know, you don't
4: waltz into a bar. You go into the parking lot and all the cars have white
1: hoods. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I found one of the things I was looking for. Uh, Okay. Um, Remember we had a uh, Patreon uh, that we talked about uh, last week. A podcast who yes. had said he was homeless mm-hmm. and, and, and we helped him get through it, it. yeah mm-hmm. and then he's running for mayor where he lives now which i believe is virginia anyway i don't even have his name in front of me but what he did is he forwarded me a link and he said uh here's an editorial i wrote recently and here's some stuff i'm doing charitable work and all this, it turns out like he's like a pretty for real guy wow So he sent me this editorial from the Virginia Mercury about um, the current stimulus bill that's you know before uh, Congress right now.
2: Yeah, but won't get past the Senate.
1: Yeah, and I and before I read it, I was like, "Okay, is he going to be right wing or left wing? (laughs) Right? Mm -hmm. Because everybody's one or the other, right?" Right. And if you're not, you're a, <laughs> a pussy. Pick a side, <laughs> you mamby pamby. <laughs> so which do you think? Which do you think he was?
2: Pamby waste. I don't know. Um, I'm going to guess. Well, I'm going to guess. Uh, well, this I'd is be flipping wrong. a coin. So it there's is. only two possible guesses. No, I know, but I'm trying to think. If you, I know about his past from what you've told me. Yeah, but I'm going to say conservative because he swung from you know the downside to the upside, and he's on the ascent. Ah, all right. Zippy, what
1: do you say?
5: I, I I'm
1: leaning left on that one. I think you're leaning left. All right, so we yes. have a guess in either direction. Uh, let's spin the lotto balls and see where they come up. The editorial is called "Save the Checks for Those Who Need the Most," hmm. which leads ah, me to believe he's f-
2: conservative, f- right? Fiscal responsible, yeah. Fiscal e- responsible.
1: Except, except when you read the editorial, he's a good guy. So so this is my kind of uh, conservatism. You ready to hear this? Sure, okay. President Joe Biden wants to supercharge the sputtering economy, vaccinate millions of Americans against COVID-19, and help people by issuing another round of stimulus checks. He and members of Congress are grappling with the best way to do that, and Republicans have offered less expensive alternatives to the President's $1.9 trillion plan. I have a suggestion that could ease the strain on government debt and unite Republicans and Democrats alike. Don't send me any more stimulus cash. Oh, wow. That's enlightened. Isn't it? Plenty of Americans, in fact, probably would agree they're doing just fine. The people receiving federal checks this time around instead should be out of work, still fighting poverty, still wondering about their own survival financially or otherwise. And then he starts to talk about his wife. And he says, My wife, AKA the boss, gets skittish anytime I even hint at our personal economics in print. Yet mm-hmm. Michelle agreed that I could discuss our situation. Wow. So here goes. We have no major debt, not even a car note. Our newest car is from 2012. It's newer Will than mine. mine.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's newer Fred, Barney,
1: come see my new 2012 <laughs> Honda. Is it a Honda? Uh, uh, yeah. uh, it is a 2012 Honda. The boss yeah. works full-time, toiling away at home. We have health care through our her employer. I cobble together writing assignments from the Virginia Mercury and other publications. We can pay our bills and still save money. Why should I get any more federal stimulus?
0: That's right.
1: And I'm I'm reading and I'm going. My feelings about passing the stimulus has been:
0: Well, as Republicans pass five trillion, it's only fair that the Democrats get to pass them too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he just aged twenty years in one voice. And, and and I realized yeah. that maybe shouldn't we actually talk about what's actually needed? Right. And, and like, I'm gonna get a check.
2: You you are not getting a check.
1: I am I don't make any money. I, I do a podcast.
2: So it's based on your your your, your current it, yearly it's or you're based
1: ba- on your annual previous, income previous.
2: not about adjusted
1: not, gross income not on your yeah. savings. And well I I should be getting one too but I don't. Well you're you're a ferner. I'm a ferner. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Aren't you Mexican? Oh, I'm sorry, Canadian, I'm, 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 yeah, the other side. Yeah, I'm a northern yeah. wetback. Thanks. The, other, the other wall, we haven't gotten around the building yet. Okay. No, but you're, are you U.S.? You are, you dual citizenship. No, I don't. Oh, I am, Well, why I, should you get a check? Because I'm a legal resident alien, and they are on the list for those that you yeah. qualify. Unless your name is E.T. and the check is coming from the motion picture industry. I don't go think so. Go home, 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 go home. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you didn't get a check? No. Yeah, you're not going to get a check. No, um, They always figure, uh, you know, one of the biggest things conservatives like to say is, go back where you came from, Ed yeah. Kelly, if you don't like it here. Here's your." wait a sec. Of- so
2: when you,
5: get, when you get a paycheck, do they take out Social Security and stuff like that? And- if
2: I'm a, if not as a sole proprietor, but uh, or a, a, a C. A W-2, if you get a yeah, W-2. Right. They I,
1: yeah, do. From, take the- I get pe- wallpapered with them every year. So you do, so you pay all sorts of taxes. Will you get Social Security in America if you pay oh, into yeah, it? Oh, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, huge. I mean, not huge, but I mean, yeah. I'll get- They're not ripping you off, but they're not giving you any
2: free lollipops. Nope. No. And I, you know, I don't need it. Uh, I, if I can pay, if I can keep the lights on and
1: food in the fridge and the gas in the tank, I'm pretty happy. Right. That makes sense. So do you all agree that this current stimulus plan is too big? Oh, it's always porked up. Come on, they always, you know... Uh, that's whataboutism, I'm sorry. I can't let you get away with that.
4: <laughs> okay.
5: <laughs> they well, never talk I'm, about balancing can, the books, though. We, they, who's the they do, you're talking uh, about, those right-wingers? The politicians <laughs> no, in general. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's the can printing we do,
1: press. Yeah. yeah. Can we do this line item from now on, please? Okay, listen. If I had a printing press, <laughs> I wouldn't I balance have. the books either. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. So... Uh, Quietly, nobody answered my question. I feel like we're on
2: Meet the Press. I said, "Can we do this by line item?"
1: What was the question again? Oh, Your Honor, <laughs> uh, should we should we just willy nilly send out fourteen hundred dollar <laughs> checks? No, especially to people like me. Come on, you guys hate me anyway, so I don't
2: deserve it. It should no, it should not be a blanket thing. It should be based on need. Based on need,
1: yeah. except except when it's based on need. How? How complex is that? Well, the accountability
2: and transparency thing. that There's a lot of hair on that bear, yeah. but I could I could swear that I see people buying lottery tickets with with uh, you know food stamp oh, yeah. cards. Yeah, yeah. Now you sound like Reagan. All right. No, I don't. Welfare mothers and Cadillacs. You are absolutely not saying telling the truth. That's fake news. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The honor system's a little
1: banged up
5: these days. I would yeah. say.
1: Well, we have just had leadership that demonstrates that honor is, um, you know, honor is for losers. <laughs> well, she, <laughs> she made me an honor. Two degrees. Ma- yeah. Yeah.
2: She made me an offer. I honored her offer, and all night long, it was honor and offer. tush No, I'm Ooh. kidding.
1: <laughs> so this is the article in the Virginia Mercury newspaper asking my opinion mm-hmm. about the stimulus package that's being voted on. Well thought out. Dustin Robbins is his name. I think it's Dustin. Yeah. Um Pretty cool. Mm, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, he also says, you guys talk a lot about the vaccine for COVID and the virus itself. Uh, there's so much missing information. Oh, there was a great article about this today, too. Um, you see all the time comparisons to the 1918 Spanish flu. Yes. Mm-hmm. And in the 1918 Spanish flu, yeah, they say that it had a two point something percent death, death rate. Mortal, mortal, yeah percentage uh but and then they say the number of people killed and then they say the number of cases and the numbers don't add up at all hmm. so there was an article today in wired magazine yeah, i think i saw it did this. you see that yeah that uh, yeah. the, the, the editor or whatever it was of wired went around and tried to actually fact check mm-hmm. what the cdc says about it and and as it turns out everybody says what their uh, answer is Uh, we were quoting published sources. Mm -hmm. I hate a news story that say that doesn't. It has been said. Yeah, because it has been said. Yeah, could be. That that doesn't even. uh, I could say Martians are holding me hostage right now. It has been said there is a Martian crisis (laughs) in Vermont. A lot
2: of people say. I mean, not me, but a lot of people. A lot of people say. A lot of people say.
1: So here's what uh, here's what Wired said about it. Mm-hmm. A widely cited stat about death rate seems to argue otherwise, but is surely incorrect. COVID nineteen is nothing like the Spanish flu. Uh, originally, it was announced at uh, CFR. By the way, CFR. You know what CFR stands for? CFR. Um, no. Case fatality rate. Oh, that's okay. interesting. Of all Acronyms the known yeah, of all the known cases, what percentage of people died? Uh, initially, it was the World Health Organization said COVID had a two percent. Then they revised it up to three point four percent because so many people were dying in Italy. Meanwhile, epidemiologists, as it goes on longer and longer, say nah it's closer to one percent. I thought it was less than one percent well, but here's the thing do you know what i f r is um incidental i don't know no it could be instrument flight rules, which I is why say, that's, I mean, what that's what why Kobe Bryant got killed, but that's not <laughs> oh, the easy. that's not the acronym I'm talking about okay i f r means infection fatality rate ah Okay. and the infection fatality rate is unknown. We don't know how many infections. For it, months and months we didn't have enough tests and not everybody who gets covid gets tested. That's true. So what is being speculated on is that the infection fatality rate is much lower. Maybe 0. 0.6. Yeah, that's I had read that though. Yeah. Yeah. And so you know, if you read around after a while you go it's all fake news. I don't believe any of this stuff. <laughs> well, because no one is actually explaining it that has any authority. No, they're bending it to suit the narrative. Mm. Uh so this guy, anyway, he went on a uh, he went on a mission and he actually like tried to uh he started to investigate. It's been mm-hmm. in the New York Times, it's been everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. So uh he uh found a, a study in 2006 that was in emerging infectious diseases. Uh, it was quoted by the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Uh, anyway, he just started contacting people and saying, uh, where'd you get this? I'm sorry, we seen a problem on the line, sir. I yeah. call you back. <laughs> well, um, he reached public health expert Niall Johnson, primary author of the 2002 study that produced the off-quoted estimate of 50 to 100 million deaths during the 1918 pandemic. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, he, the guy basically said, uh, I got it from uh, somewhere else. <laughs> Everybody turned into the Scarecrow and the Wizard of Oz. Which way did they go? <laughs> Some folks say they went that way. Nothing to see here. Keep moving, folks. Yeah. And go. Exactly. So um, well, it turns out that uh, the hardest words in the media or the English language or any language for any of us to say. Three, two, one. Or three, two, three words. Ready? The hardest three words to say for three, a human two, being. One. I don't, don't know. Or, in the case of you're speaking f- as a leader, we don't know. Yes, of course, collective. Because if you don't know, call me later, <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: and I'll tell you on the demo. <laughs> it's absolutely crazy. All right. Yeah. Uh, coming up, Steve Fossen, bass player for Heart. All right. Joining us now from Seattle, Washington, <laughs> yeah. is Steve Fawson, founding member, bass player, uh, visionary uh, with his uh, high school pal to create a band that would turn into Heart. And uh, today he performs with Heart by Heart, a Heart spin off band that tours the country uh, unless there's a pandemic. Steve Fawson, <laughs> welcome to the Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. Hi.
3: Good evening, that was a very clever intro, I thank you. Oh, well,
1: (laughs) Uh, thank you for saying that. Uh, It's good to have you. Uh, Now, I don't know how how much you know about this show. Uh, We podcast twice a week. Uh, Spike and Joe are on on Tuesday, uh, the recording of Tuesday's uh, recording. We do, uh, myself with Zip, who was my partner in Boston... Way back in the, uh, well, it was the 80s.
3: early 80s. Yes. Wow.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's when Sherman and I went into the Wayback Machine to the early 1980s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's
4: and
2: how it feels.
1: Anyway, we're all, we're all veteran uh, rock fans. Uh, Zip is a drummer and a bass player, and quite good at both, by the way. And, I, and you know I don't make that up, right? Oh, well, you're too kind yeah. on that uh, point. And, and Ed's uh, one of the uh, legendary voice actors in the entire country whose resume would use up the rest of this program. <laughs> uh, is also a very big Heart fan. So you guys, you guys know I, I know Steve, and he. And for a short period of time, I sat in with the band and, and played the keyboard parts. Uh, but I can also tell you he's a friend. He's a really good guy. Yeah.
3: Thank you. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I feel the same about you, Bob. Thank you. All right. So, Steve, um,
1: I don't know where to start, because I I know the answers to all these questions already.
2: Canadian guy, back in the class.
1: Um, uh, First off, uh, before we even get into uh, the history of heart, um, this past year, we're in a pandemic. Everything came to a halt. Just about every musician I know is suffering, Mm -hmm. but not all of them get royalty
3: checks. How are you doing? (laughs) <laughs> well i you know it's almost been like uh, kind of a relief in a way um we got to summer and i we we got into our culinary skills and we, we've been cooking for each other and we've been uh going for regular walks and uh visiting you know our quarantini friends, <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> quarantini. That's good. And you know we're having a great time actually, and it's uh, it's kind of nice to to not have that uh, that angst about doing the the, the next show. Really? The okay. Yeah. Now that's really that's very honest of you. Yeah. A couple um, of
1: stiff quarantinis will take well, care of that. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and, and in a, and in a way, um, for a lot of us. It's a great excuse not to have to get on planes, trains, and buses, right?
3: That's that's, that's part of it too. Yeah, we yeah. did end up getting on a plane when we went to Mexico to our timeshare at Cabo, mm-hmm. but uh, went. You know, we investigated it beforehand and talking to the airline, and it it's almost safer being on an airplane than it is being at your grocery store.
1: And the scientists, I'm sorry, the airlines said this. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
3: Well, they change their air, you know, constantly. Yes, they
4: do.
3: And uh, everyone is required to wear a mask, and if you don't wear a mask, you're ejected from the plane. I've seen that. uh, Which actually does not happen at the grocery store. That's right. Was the
2: center seat filled when you were on the plane? No, no center seat. Okay.
3: And I requested a seat uh, by myself back in the back of the plane so i had six in a row i had three to me and then there's three across the aisle that were empty too so i could
2: hey uh, hey how about the guy at the rear with the gear can i get uh, another drink up here
3: (laughs) so i was able to jump back and forth and take pictures out the window and get the sunset and the nice and the deserts and it was it was nice so,
1: all right. So uh, here's a man who doesn't love what he does. What he does, and he doesn't miss music at all. He's been enjoying the pandemic. Well, you know,
3: I have. I have been enjoying music a lot. I've been. To, I download a lot of the music that I discover and uh, decide that I like. And I've uh, had a great time.
1: Uh, have you been? You know, um, That's a really interesting thing. Now we actually have time to, and I've done that too, listen to more things, get familiar with more things because we have alone time with our media. Um, You have played one gig because I saw it. It was a gig in an empty performing arts center that
3: was streamed live. Exactly, yeah. What was that like? Well, they had cardboard cutouts. (laughs) No! (laughs) And... Were they so, the same ones at the Super Bowl? Because I figured they could recycle them. <laughs> well, you had to, people, had, you know, the, these cardboard things aren't cheap. People have to donate 100 bucks, and then they'll make a cardboard cutout that's, of you and put you up uh, there. Oh, but anyway. Oh, that's right. how they do it, yeah. So y- when you're busy playing and the lights are in your eyes and stuff, you don't really see the audience all that much. Right. But, but when you did get a glimpse of the audience, you looked out and you saw a smiling face.
4: mm
3: yeah. So it was. It was. Uh, that's all you want when you're when you're doing your music is you know sure. people enjoying themselves and it but looked and it felt like these cardboard people were enjoying themselves. So it was a little. <laughs>
4: so, so
2: Steve, was it a little like uh, watching C-SPAN, the shallow people uh, on the other
3: side? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, actually, and the, uh, somebody actually paid to have their dog. Uh, <laughs> be one of the seats. Yes. What about the Irish butterfly? Did the, the fourth
2: row, an center. The, the dog, good, but did the butterfly get a seat? That's what I want to know. Dog and the butterfly both. Yeah. Well,
3: he had to be a certain size. I don't think a butterfly would would uh, oh. would make the size requirement. Okay.
1: So the band Heart has sold, I don't know how many million albums. At one point, I recall it being twenty million or more. Maybe that was around the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. And and you guys were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, a lot of musicians and radio DJs, anybody who's nominated for something will say, oh, it doesn't mean that much, until they win. Um, for you, what was it like to get nominated? Did you get in on the first ballot? No, we did not.
3: Okay. No, the first ballot, oh. when, when uh, I was... I had dropped Summer off at work when, when she still worked in the medical field, and I was driving to my house, and I hadn't heard, no, no one called me or anything, and, I, and the, uh, I was listening to classic radio, which I always do, because when I come on, I turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> you mean classic rock radio? Yeah, Classic, classic rock to, radio, yeah. That's Welcome
2: right. to the self-aggrandization <laughs> station yeah. of the nation. That's all right.
3: Well, you know, there's a lot of people that don't enjoy listening to themselves. That's and, true. Uh, yeah. I do. I do. <laughs> I, I, and I own. don't just listen to me. I mean, I'm listening to Mike, who's a really good friend of mine, and Roger Fisher, who's, who was a very really good friend in junior high and high school. And Howard, Does that mean and
1: Roger's and, not a good friend now, by the way? I'm.
3: <laughs> well, you know, things... Yeah, evolve. you guys are
1: you guys aren't in the band together anymore. Vival, they,
3: evolve. they yeah. evolve, you know.
1: <laughs> but you and, and uh, you if I may just sidetrack for a second, you and Roger started the band, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we did. Wow.
3: And we put an ad in the paper for a lead singer and Ann Wilson was the one that answered. The, the call.
1: She answered wow. the ad, Arrested and eventually, is history. yeah, wow. eventually dragged her sister along because her sister didn't come out. Anyway, back to the Hall of Fame. So you're in your car. So I'm what, in my car driving. What radio station? Are you listening to any big morning show host that I would know?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, it was. You know, they change the the classic rock changes every once in a while. Yeah. Sure does and work. so this, I think it could have been. I don't know.
1: Doesn't matter. I don't need classic yeah. hits. Yeah. yeah. I no longer get paid for that mention. So. Keep, <laughs> keep <going. laughs>
3: so, but so I'm the. They mentioned they played a a, a yes song. Alan White, you know. Yeah. Um, who's a who's also a friend of ours. Wow. And uh, and Bob's too. Love um, Alan. Yeah. Yeah. And. uh And then they started talking about, they said, and and, a local band Hart has been nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I didn't, you know, at the time I had no idea what nomination meant, inductee meant, you know, I had no idea.
4: Hmm.
3: And I thought, oh, and I just, I I was coming up behind this guy and I had to slam on my brakes so that I almost (laughs) ran into him. I was just so out of it. I just couldn't. Were you texting and driving? No, I was listening (laughs) to myself being nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Totally understand. So, wow. so then I got home, and then you know I started calling people and finding out what it was like. So, being an, an inductee, you're just they just say, okay, you're, we're gonna put your name out there and see what, if anybody salutes it on the right. flagpole. Right. Yeah. So the first year uh, we did our, you know, the fan poll, we did pretty good, but but uh, we didn't make it in the, the, uh, the Hall of Fame that year. Okay. But the next year we were nominated again. Oh, and by the way, during that year, I didn't sleep for 365 days. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) You are And you can ask Summer. I I didn't. Every night. And
1: And Summer is your wife now. Um, We should tell people a little bit about her. She is the lead singer for Heart by Heart, which is the band that you and Mike DeRozier are the rhythm section for. And uh, Summer and Lizzie Damont. Uh, are um you know they play the role of the gals. Do they ever and just beautifully by the way. Ooh, yeah. Killing
3: it. yeah and they, they they play the music and they play the songs and they do the harmonies and stuff, but they don't do the dress up. Right. They don't play they, the dress. Blow,
1: di- blow dryers have been banned by
3: Heart by Heart. <laughs> 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 I mean we we all try to look good but we don't try to emulate Except for Mike and I. We put the wigs on, and we looked just like we did back in 1970. <laughs> right.
1: I should mention your guitarist, Chad Quist, who is also awesome. He wasn't with the band when I was with you, uh, and he came along and just crushes it, absolutely crushes it.
3: Yeah, we, as a matter of fact, we had a rehearsal today. Wow.
1: Did you wear masks?
3: We did, yes. We wow. wore masks, except for Summer when she's singing, but then wow. as soon as she... As soon Truth. as she stops, but singing, you clear
1: 500 sing. feet in front of her face because she really belts it out. Right? <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, actually, yeah. we uh, Summer and I sing on the same mic. Ah, but, but you're we also living, also, yeah. Living we also together. live together, uh, yeah, so you're right. you're we're married. breathing each other's air all the time. Right. So, the, yeah. the big saying down in Cabo this year was, Don't share your air. Oh. <laughs>
1: So. Did you see Ted Cruz
3: when you were down there? I understand he goes <laughs> every weekend.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> he was in a different part of the of yeah. uh, Mexico. Oh, he, yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> he's on the. Right. the I guess it would be the east side. We were on the, the west side. The gulp side. Yeah. So, uh, the night of the Rock
1: and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, you, you get in. Uh, You know, some members of the band haven't talked to each other. It was one of those things. There's lots of bands, by the way, whether it's Van Halen or um, Kiss or all sorts of bands are inducted. And they induct the members that made the body of work that, um, you know, that that made the band big. And in the case of Heart, there have been several uh, different incarnations of Heart. Um, And so I I know um, it's not spoken about a lot, but there's. You know, um, it, it was some, perhaps some uneasiness, but it, it pretty much went off without a hitch. And I thought that the way you guys did it um, was great. I mean, to see the original five members up on stage playing crazy on you, and um, it was wonderful. What was it yeah. like? What was it like, first off, you sat at the table right next to Tom Petty, because I was two tables away from you, and I saw Tom Petty, I saw... Um, uh, Jack Nicholson. Oh I saw, I, I'm looking around and I'm like, I usually only see these people on TV. Hey, wait a minute! I am on TV.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, and Oprah, Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey
1: was there. Yeah, David wow. was David Ludd? No, he was there. At, we we were when, right
3: next to the table with uh, Quincy, Quincy,
1: Quincy Jones. Jones, who talked for six hours, by the way, and they edited down and, to a polite fifteen minutes. That was.
3: And it. he was drunk as a skunk too, Bob. That's He's why that. I didn't go. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, and also we were at the, the table with the family of Albert King. Mm. Wow. Wow. And I stuck my foot in my mouth when I, we got there. I said, well, wh- where's Albert?
1: Ooh, because he's passed <laughs> away. <Yeah>. Whoops.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Whoops.
0: <laughs> but,
1: but here's the cool thing about that. They had an egg scraper. <laughs> yeah. You're not getting it posthumously. I have, yeah. don't want any awards posthumously. Don't even bother.
4: Right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: maybe, maybe it would be okay. I don't know. Um <laughs> so uh Zip you're a bass player, you're a drummer. I have to I've told you many times the story of these guys and how I walked into a room and they were just such a solid rhythm section that I was I was trans it was I felt like I was standing on stage at a big time concert. Right. Um I'm sure you uh probably have some musical questions for Steve.
5: Uh, no, I you know, Bob had mentioned that because uh, we were often talking about rhythm section stuff, and that he was saying that Mike doesn't play that hard. You know, as uh, he plays very dynamically, but not that hard. Have you guys always sort of been in that pocket? No, but in other words, you could play a small club or a full-blown, you know, concert Arena. stage. At the same dynamic level, or how does that work?
3: Well, uh, Mike, he's very consistent, so he plays every time every drum with the same you know strength so when we play uh smaller places like we've played some dinner theaters around the country where you're required to be quieter he just uses a skinnier pair of sticks okay oh, yeah that's yeah. Good. yeah that's one way but yeah. he you know the way he strikes his drums he's very tone conscious conscious yeah and uh so if you it's just like a string on a bass. If you pluck it too h- soft, it doesn't sound good. If you pluck it too hard, it doesn't sound good.
5: You You're correct. You have it. to pluck sure. it
3: just the right amount to get the most tone out of the drum and the most uh, reaction, you know, in the in the sound wave.
1: Yeah. yeah, the word that I thought of was like finesse. He plays with this finesse. He plays with the skill of like a a, a jazz drummer. But he can, but he can still play like John Bonham. I mean, he can still play and get those tones. Uh, unlike, he's not hitting him with a sledgehammer like some other people I know.
3: Yes, and we were, those people we were not mentioned. well
1: they're, they're, I, I like that kind
3: of playing too. Yeah.
1: it's just that it's part of what I what makes me go deaf but but no he was <laughs> he's amazing, yeah that uh, yeah. was was he's uh, he's quite healthy too, right?
3: Yeah, and today I got to experience playing with him. We haven't played together for uh, a number of months, hmm. and it's always it's always a pleasure and, and a thrill to to play yeah. with Mike. And you know, summer and Lizzie and Chad are I mean we had a great rehearsal today, and Bob knows that we're we're no strangers to rehearsal. We rehearse often,
1: yeah, when I first met these guys, okay, they were uh you know, I'm like, uh, wow, you guys are amazing, and I saw them play and um I'm, and i I don't remember if I asked you if I could jump on stage and play something with you or you were just kind enough to offer. I offered, yeah. Yeah, I you offered. did. And and <laughs> and and you knew what you were getting. <laughs> but I uh like I was just blown away by every bit of it and then after I jumped off stage and I I said, "Whoa, that I was like such a rush." And by the way, I hyperventilated in the back room. <laughs> My leg wouldn't stop trembling. <laughs> I was sure I would, you know, totally clam and screw it up, which I did a couple of times, but not much. And uh, and then I I said, I would love to do that any And you said, well, we practice every Tuesday and Thursday at 4 o'clock. Why wow. don't you come? And I I was, uh, in the back of my mind, I said, be careful what you wish for. But you can't <laughs> hurl. <laughs> <laughs> and I just started going, and I was like, these guys have to practice? Well, yeah, and, I, I was going to ask that. Yeah, there's a workmanship to it. Explain, Steve.
3: Well, you know, we just, uh, we, we. We want to make sure that when we play, everything is as good as it can be. Our motto is we do our best to do our best every night.
4: Yeah.
3: And yeah. <clears throat> the only way you get there, really, is by repetition and mm. uh, and, and playing together. Mm. And we don't, it's, it's like Bob kind of knows this because he hikes too, but you can do the same hike, like go up Mount Pilchuck or Rattlesnake Ridge or whatever, Every time you do it, it's different. That's right. So uh, every time we practice, it's different, even though we do practice, you know, a lot.
1: And every time you do it, you get a little stronger and it becomes a little bit more automatic.
3: Yeah. And and, effortless. And and there's so many bands out there, and I see a lot of acts. No names will be mentioned. (laughs) But you can just tell that, you know, they might have gone over the song once or twice before somebody might have just mentioned a song and can do you know that one yeah and then they just they do it and me being a professional musician of course I can tell Mm -hmm. but most audiences can't but I I, you know and I'm you know there's all kinds of different ways to approach it but the way we approach it is uh, we want to be you know good Steve, Steve. Fawson,
1: Hart. Uh, Steve, uh, Zip had some questions about which what it was like to record the songs. and You were going to ask him about specific songs, Zip? or uh...
5: Oh, no, no. It, uh, I was just curious, the creative process, how it evolved, you know, from essentially... Well, you started out literally in high school, correct, and then just built on it?
3: Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. Well, how we did it was, um, and this is how most kids start off, too, they... Emulate their favorite artist. Of sure. And so you know, Raj and I, we really loved the Beatles. So we, back in the day we had a lot of Beatles songs and that we you know, Beatles medley that we did, and you know, a lot of the popular songs that were out at the time. And then for a while, we were kind of, kind of had a stone's vibe when we did tons of stone songs. Yeah, and then in another part of our uh, existence, we had a lot of Led Zeppelin songs. Zeppelin, yeah, <laughs> I knew that was coming. And then another part, we we did quite a few Yes songs. So, and that kind of it broadens your horizons, and kind of gets you to understand what they did makes you ha- would make me happy. So it, it's going to inspire me to make other people happy. So. Steve. And I try to, you know, you you work in the elements of all the your favorite bands and and uh, players and you know musical concepts that you understand and stuff, and try to make it interesting.
2: Steve, going back to uh, the the rock and roll induction into the uh, rock and roll Hall of Fame, did you rehearse with the girls that day? I'm, I'm I'm imagining that you did, but what was it like if you did?
3: Okay, well the the day before. Mm-hmm. We had a private rehearsal at uh, a private oh, rehearsal site. place okay. that no one was supposed to know about, and <laughs> we were we were told to strictly not bring anybody. So Howard and Raj and Mike and I we all showed up, just the four of us, with our instruments, or you know, their guitars. my had a bass, right. and Ann and Nancy show up with. Two entourages, one for Ann and one for Nancy. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry I asked. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, when we got down to business, I mean, it was. I mean, the first time we played Crazy on You together, we could have recorded it right then right. and there on right. the spot. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Cool. Yeah, you had climbed that hill many times. Yeah, uh, yeah and, you know, <laughs> plus,
3: and the, we, all of us are so professional that, we did our homework before we got to the rehearsal, which, right. you know, there's so many musicians out there that, oh, okay, Johnny Be Good. Yeah, I know that one, you know, blah, blah, you know. And, you know, anybody can play Johnny Be Good, but.
1: Right.
3: He wouldn't you, be good. you, you, you
6: got it. <laughs> if you Sorry. really
3: want to be good, you've yeah. got to. Practice. Figure it out. Yeah. What makes Johnny B. Good uh, totally unique from every other song that's out there? And if you don't understand that, if you don't get into that, right. then it just sounds like oh, he's playing a generic rock song with Johnny B. Good lyrics on it.
2: Right. As a um, as a bass player, is there a favorite drummer or a drummer that you were really marvelled by other than your current uh, bandmate?
3: Well, Charlie, mm-hmm. and uh, of course Ringo. Mm-hmm. Oh my mm-hmm. God. The great Ringo. I mean, jeez. Yeah.
2: Highly underrated
3: at, uh, sometimes. Yeah, and then, you know, we were, uh, I was especially influenced by, you know, the yard birds, the mm-hmm. animals, and they all had, you know, just pretty solid, you know, rocking guys playing, you know, simple drum kits.
2: Is there so. a drummer that you would like to play with that you have listened to that you
3: have not? <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> well let's see well one of my um,
2: zips available by the <laughs> way <I'm just> <laughs> yeah,
3: right. well i no, i'm i'm i would like to play with anybody that's good basically yeah
1: you would do fine and, with zip
3: yeah he's in and, he's
1: got incredible impeccable time Wow. Um, he uh, doesn't beat the shit out of the drums. And by the way, I should mention Jeff Kathan here because he listens to the podcast all the time. Mm-hmm. He beats the shit out of his drums, and I love him for it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Kenny Aronoff. <laughs> and Kenny-, Kenny Aronoff. Yeah, I, yeah.
5: yeah here, oh, Ken- Kenny Aronoff. Oh. There you go. Actually,
3: <laughs> actually, by with the grace of uh, with Bob and the Impalers, I was able to jam with Kenny. Yeah, oh, no uh, wow. yeah.
1: Played I actually, rock and roll together. I actually oh, no played kidding. on that on that song too. It was "Rock and Roll" by Led Zeppelin. Wow! And all I have to do is go. I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> and, but what was funny is be, because it was Kenny Aronoff. Yes. It's literally like his drums were attached to my hands and yeah. glued them to the keys. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I've never played so good and then my my <laughs> conscience inside was going, "It's not you, you idiot." <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah. funny.
2: <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, you
3: know, and there is a reason why kenny is such a popular drummer yeah. because there's something about the when he drums it just infects everybody in the band
2: yeah it is he's a field player i talked to him after john cougar one night in hartford connecticut and he told me he had at that point seven kits in seven cities he was that busy
3: wow oh yeah. good for yeah. him yeah. yeah
2: and he's on like every third song on classic rock radio yeah, he's big on
5: preparation. I've yeah. read
2: about his yeah, yeah. his oh, daily regimen. And it's a nice
5: guy, too. intense.
1: Yeah. All right, exactly. so uh, before we play heart, I'm going to play heart by heart. Also, we, uh, later on in the podcast, we're going to play that CPAC anthem that Steve turned us on to. Uh, it's turned into a giant uh, YouTube meme, and people are singing along with the crazy lady who, <laughs> who sang the uh, O oh, Say Can You See. That's, my, that's what I call the song, O oh, Say Can You See, because... Next to her, I still look like a genius for calling
3: it that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anyway. my father, my yeah. father thought it was a Mexican song.
0: <laughs> Jose, can you see <laughs> by the dancer, Lilian? Yeah. Uh,
3: but let's play a little Heart by Heart. Can we quickly say hi to Summer
1: Masek, your wife and the lead singer for Heart by Heart? If she's she's still sure, there? or she's yeah. watching uh, Bachelor well, or something.
3: Well, I've I've got no Bachelorettes on Monday, Bob. <laughs> 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 so do you, I'd have to hand her the, the earbuds, so. Oh, okay, Here's sure. She, here she comes. Well, hand her the ears, bud. Mm. <coughs> She's gonna, it's going to take her a second to get them in there. Here she goes.
1: Okay.
6: Hello, Bob.
1: Hey, Summer. Miss hearing that voice.
6: Well, thank you. Yeah. I miss you.
1: Well, thank you. Is it, do you miss the maple syrup and the honey, too? Because i got to <laughs> send you guys some of
6: that. I do. Your honey is my absolute favorite favorite, honey. All right. It's perfect for my voice and soothing it.
1: Mm. Um, so, Summer, we're going to play, uh, we're gonna play Barracuda from the television show uh, that was the 206 that we did. And before we play it, just say a few words about, well, first off, you met Steve, you got married, and um, are living happily ever after. Everything I could see, at least according to Facebook.
6: <laughs> well, that's. I always tell Steve that too. I'm like, gosh, people, I think we're giving them the wrong idea.
0: <laughs>
6: but no, we, we, uh, we are happily married and uh, five years so yeah. far. Now, prior
1: to you guys getting married, Steve had never slept with anyone in heart. Is that right?
6: <laughs> the, um, well, we d- we won't discuss that. <laughs> I don't even know that he would tell me the truth,
1: rouser Bob. No, he said it on stage once. No, he, yeah, yeah he's he, he, he didn't. Yeah, he was like, all you other guys got in and out of relationships, and <laughs> I saved it for.
6: Oh, thing. I totally uh, I quizzed him when we got together. <laughs> I was like, now tell me the truth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> One of the coolest things about you, Summer, is that. Um, you are a, a huge Ann Wilson fan. You love her. I, I do. T- yeah. You said hey. th- those are hard shoes to fill, and I was surprised because, uh, you know, this was, uh, you're out there doing um, some of the most difficult singing for any human being, much less uh, a great uh, rocker woman. And uh, where, do you get the, uh, where do you get the guts to do that, I guess, is the question.
6: Well, I, um, I just, I, singing is, I, I guess I just kind of try and channel her. Mm -hmm. Um, I've always had that powerful, um, voice all my life. So I, um, I just, I don't know. I just, I think that's the main thing is just trying to channel how to, how she interprets her wording and, um. So I, I, somehow I pull it off. I I don't know. I I didn't, I didn't sit there in my bedroom as a kid and and try and um, make my voice like hers. Um,
1: it just you just have it naturally. It just similar. Yeah,
6: yeah. it did.
1: In fact, I remember a story you were uh, you had uh, auditioned for a different heart tribute band once, and you were you were like walking out of there, and they were like.
6: Oh my god!
4: <laughs> I know.
6: They yeah. gave me a list of songs and I literally learned them for the audition. Wow. And um, all right. so cause honestly, I hadn't been singing I hadn't been singing heart songs as a kid. So it was well, all new to me. Um,
1: you do an amazing job. It's great to connect with you guys again. And ladies and gentlemen, here's Heart by Heart. Heart by heart. Ah, yeah. yeah, give it up. Yeah.
3: Thank you.
1: And that's live. That's live on television, by the way. I mean, wow. that's awesome. That's amazing, isn't it?
0: Remember <laughs> this golden classic. <laughs> Playing the hits of yesteryear just for you.
1: All right, that's not for the heart by heart record. This is for the CPAC um, <laughs> Star Spangled Banner, uh, which Steve uh, shared with us just before we uh, brought him on for the interview. When something cool happens or tremendously embarrassing, yeah, the internet just breaks with giddiness. <laughs> of <course> it does. <laughs> and so uh, this woman sang. It's gotten pretty famous by now, but she sang uh, the Star Spangled Banner, and she kept changing keys. Right, seventeen times. <laughs> I don't think she knew she was. She didn't know she was changing, and and, and but but it, the weird thing is that she wasn't entirely, she wasn't out of tune. It's just no. that she would sing a next line of the song, go into a different key. So this is it a barbershop quartet? Uh, is it? Oh, it, I, it, I it, uh, I don't,
5: I don't know that version. I only saw
1: the version with the. Oh, keyboard. you saw her naked. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, no, there was a. Somebody
1: Not what had, said. you know had, what I mean. Uh, You've like the Beatles uh, <laughs> naked was them without all the strings and Phil Spector before he turned into it. Well, no, murderer.
5: the one I saw was somebody had had uh, played keyboard accompaniment. Oh, in other words, jumping around and still
1: accompanying her. All right. Well, Steve Fossen you know. turned us onto this one, uh, and this is, I guess, a barbershop quartet uh, that decided to accompany her with seventeen key changes.
0: And bright stars Through the perilous fight all <laughs> <or> the <laughs> ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming
4: <laughs> And the rocket's
0: red glare still there. Oh, say <laughs> does that star-spangled band
2: Do you think she was in one too many choirs as a kid?
1: Well, look, I uh, personally have tried to sing, so I know exactly how she feels. Um, yeah. But I, they made it sound almost musical, and they did. Yeah, I know it's pretty it's amazing. amazing actually. Made, it's it's so for, and, and I mean, and I still think they helped her a little with pitch correction, even at that. Oh, you think they did? Oh uh, yeah. They read, yeah, 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 yeah okay. Well, they had to make it right in the pocket. Uh, all right, there. That's going to be the opening act for comedian Andrew Rivers, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Stand by. Andrew's been playing gigs. Cities are beginning to reopen and uh he is currently I believe you're in Seattle. Is that where you are now Andrew? That is where I'm at. Yep. Okay. Any airplane travel soon? Uh no,
7: actually. I uh, don't have anything really booked for uh I got a very slow march. So we'll see what happens.
1: That's a walk, a slow march. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> I'm setting the bar very low. Thank right. you. No, that's up <laughs> to a roaring start. Yeah, I, I take it. I have not talked to you in a while. Um, I, I heard that you had a COVID scare. Please tell me uh, that it worked out okay. Uh, was it you?
7: Well, I was. Uh, yeah, I was drinking a soda and I couldn't taste anything. But uh, then I realized it was just a Lacroix, so it didn't have any taste. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Oh, that's by, good. By the that way, joke only works because you set the bar so low.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it works also because I'm a dad, and like my no, mother would like it. that joke. There's like you could tell that joke at anywhere a, yeah. at a high
7: school. It's very silly. Yeah, anywhere that gets sparkling water material. Will, <laughs> uh,
4: <laughs> any Rotary Club in America.
7: <laughs> yeah, I um I'm do I don't think I've had it. Still, I, I everyone everyone I think I'm the only person who doesn't think they've had it. Like that's true. um. Everyone I talked to is like, oh, yeah, I had it back in 2012. It was crazy. But, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, some of my friends are like that. They're like, maybe you had it and you just didn't know. And I'm like, I think I'm going to know, you know. You, well, I can feel a winter storm coming in my right leg, but I'm going to be asymptomatic. Winter is coming. I, I, yeah. And I know that. I mean, I know what you're going to say, like, oh, you're young and healthy. But I don't think I've been asymptomatic for anything in my entire life. No. Right.
4: Yeah. Mm.
7: They say uh 50% of chlamydia cases are asymptomatic but I have felt it every time so
1: <laughs> My, mom, who, not, you know, my mom does not approve of that joke <laughs> That's all right way. she's in heaven But uh, so uh, you know she has it's no Yeah uh, But that and-
7: nah, but uh, you know who knows the symptoms change every there's a new variant from California I guess um covid went to LA and got some work done you go girl <laughs> and, uh, that our natural spike proteins were beautiful as is, but,
1: uh, <laughs> spike protein enhancements,
7: yes. Uh, what a sense yeah. Of a yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah I don't son, know. I, hey guys, my son is funny sometimes. He is. <laughs> oh, wow. Don't Thank sound you. so surprised. <laughs> Thanks. Thank uh, you, Titus. <laughs>
7: well, I went to your first I take a shows. week off yeah. and you forget how good I am. That's I, what did, I did. I <laughs> did totally
1: forget. No, I don't forget. I, um, uh, uh so you're, uh, You do have a big theater show coming up, right? They're allowing theaters. Are you uh, at a theater in Enumclaw on May 6th?
7: Uh, March 6th, but yeah. um, Oh, it says May uh,
1: 6th on the email, you said. Oh,
7: I'm an idiot. That's fine. Oops. (laughs) All right, you get it. I know where you get it. Apple don't fall far.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah,
7: it's a chalet theater in Enumclaw, so it should be fine. It's a big, uh, big thing and everything's 25 percent capacity so you know the laughter is barely contagious so i think it's gonna be pretty safe
4: right
1: but oh so but, uh, i saw may 6th and i was like oh are we gonna be you know have herd immunity oh by then? sure but sure. march 6th is two days from now right can, well, you, get, the- can you get tickets or is it 25 percent sold out already
7: it's not. It's not. Tw- it's a big, big room. So uh, I don't think it's. I think we've sold sixty tickets so far. So so okay. maybe a, maybe a few, a dozen few left. left but uh,
1: yeah. uh, the chalet theater <laughs> in Enumclaw. All right. Yeah, I've seen I that mean, place. It's know. a big theater. Yeah.
7: Yeah, it's huge. I mean, the CDC they just released their list of top places people get coronavirus, and uh, the top three are bars, restaurants, and cafes. So. Yeah. Good news. They didn't say comedy clubs. We're totally <laughs> yeah, safe. Right.
1: But the comedy club is like all three of those things. Right, we all should, of yeah, those combined. Yeah. That's the joke. Thanks. That's we'll triple, explain it for right, if you need got help. Um, yeah. uh, yeah, to go I to know. the Chalet Theater, you gotta wear a mask, and it's twenty five percent full. Uh, and some people are some people have had enough. I mean, Texas has reopened and gotten rid of the masks. Yeah. I think yeah, that's crazy. I think um, yeah, the the
7: it ends in one week, right, which is uh, mm. pretty funny to say, like, I'm sure everyone will calmly obey all the rules for one <laughs> final week. And then not so much. Um, but yeah, everything will only go back to 100%. If the business wants, they're kind of leaving it up to them. And um, yeah, right. And so a bunch of them will still have the mask mandate. But and I don't, I don't know that everything should be 100% capacity. But at the same time, I can empathize with that decision, you know? I think Mm -hmm. if we're being honest with safety, it might be more effective to limit the number of Big Macs you eat. I think (laughs) restaurants should only serve you 25% of your food. It's, those are the regulations we need. The science is pretty clear, healthy people survive it. You've had a year to eat more vegetables and you did nothing, so it can't be my fault anymore. That's true,
1: that's good. Uh, Yeah, so Texas announces the end of the mask mandate one week from now. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, uh, did I read you Dr. Seuss books when you were a kid? Oh, Dr. Seuss? No. I think, you know what's funny is I,
7: I realize how influential those books are because I think I maybe became a socialist because the book my parents always read me was called The Giving Tree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm familiar.
1: Uh huh
7: um yeah i don't know uh dr seuss uh it's funny that uh, republicans complain about cancel culture because cancel culture is just letting the free market decide you think they would love that
1: you
7: know Ooh, ooh, by the way
1: i totally agree with you cancel culture is something that they invented for anything right. they don't like that's right that's right well they uh,
7: make it about a culture war because if if you if they they have to distract from their actual real terrible politics, which is oh uh, you know, because they make it sound like Joe Biden signed an executive order to change the name of Potato Head, but it's just something they make up. <laughs> <it doesn't>
1: happen, <laughs> right? So wait a minute, what happened with Mr. Potato Head? Because he's not Mr. Potato Head anymore. No. I'm, I'm not familiar. This with is this what book. this is why this is you're gonna love this.
7: No one actually read the uh, the article. The brand name is Mr. Potato Head. And they make a Mr. Potato Head doll, a Mrs. Potato Head doll. They probably make all sorts of dolls.
1: Uh, and uh, so, uh, Do they make a uh, Spanish-made potato head? They, uh, do they make I, a pancake syrup-pouring I think ant?
7: you can get little leather outfits and whips for them. I think sure. uh, okay. you know, they'll do whatever you want know. to. Okay. <laughs> okay. But, uh, you know, I think... Um,
4: <laughs>
7: I, I, I can't believe they're canceling Dr. Seuss. I... I, I I thought healthcare workers were heroes. Now we're canceling doctors. I can't believe it. But but, uh, (laughs) I think we should have seen this coming just based on the book names alone, you know? I mean, uh, uh, for example, the cat in the MAGA hat. That was probably a bad look. Um, uh, If I ran a zoo, it would be Mexicans in cages. That was a a poor choice. Um, Horton hears a QAnon. Just all...
0: (laughs) I'm here.
7: I'm here. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, oh, it's also funny. funny because it's a controversy, but it's who's still reading books anyway? The it's on YouTube for free if you mm. want it. Mm. And uh, mm. judging by how often people yell super spreader at me on an outdoor hike, I think the only book anyone reads anymore is Facebook.
1: Ah, so true. Uh, by the uh, way, one thing I I did read this today that the Dr. Seuss thing it wasn't that people were complaining so much about Dr. Seuss, and they right. actually only canceled his six least selling books, and I guess the uh, the company wanted credit for it, um, which was, you know, the mistake probably. But there wasn't a there was there haven't been it hasn't been like the tomahawk chop. Or the Washington <laughs> right. Redskins. Yeah. Nobody's been clamoring uh, to stop these books that no one's buying or reading anyway. So it's, it's one of those weird things, I guess. But uh, Right,
7: I mean, it's like the Potato Head thing. No yeah. one... Realize that they're still calling the doll Mister Potato Head. they just changed the name. It's like Band Aid. It's like the it's the brand name. It's not.
1: But did they take Mister off the package and just call it Potato Head, and then you get to choose the sex and gender? And
7: you know, I'm not I'm not allowed near Toys R Us because. (laughs) So it's been a while.
1: I mean, can I get a right wing Potato Head? Can I get a hippie Potato Head?
4: You know. Yeah. Tucker, I think um, head, uh, you get a
1: potato head that's
7: been uh, uh, raised naturally, and then you get a potato <laughs> head that uses pesticides. and sure, Organic good. potato heads. And, uh, one, you know, it's like a second potato head is coming off the side of it. It's growing a second potato head because of all the... All right. Come Siamese on. Head. I got yeah. it. Hang on. I'll hit the buttons. All right.
1: Thank yeah. you. You're on fire tonight, Andrew. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. You good? <laughs> and, and now, real life, anything going on interesting? Um, you're still hiking a lot?
7: Yeah, getting out there um, a little bit. I, it's a little tougher in the winter because the, uh, the snow is on uh, a lot of the mountains. So oh, That's right. You guys, big got, you
1: guys got real snow a couple of weeks ago.
7: Yeah, I wasn't around. I was in the Oklahoma part of the snow, and then I flew <laughs> to the Seattle snow, but... Um, but yeah, um just uh I mean things are
1: terrible, but uh you know, we're getting by.
7: It's one day at a time.
1: Andrew has been sending me uh some clips and I mean to watch them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> clips no, you of just, what?
1: well you just sent me someone you said is your favorite oh. up and coming comedian. I wanna give him well, a Well,
7: he's not up and coming. His name's Tim Dillon. Okay. And uh he has a twice a week podcasts and um i just thought you would love him because he's uh he's uh, sort of a rush limbaugh incarnate maybe but no um, he's not damn it yeah that's an interesting conversation i kind of wanted your opinion is like you know what is the difference where does the line between entertainment and news you know how do we blur that Mm. and and navigate that carefully when you know I think he started out as just a guy who was saying outlandish things just to get a giggle, maybe so is and he right wing
1: uh, or left wing or what is he
7: no he's just he's just a comedian who uh he's i mean his only
1: allegiance is to a laugh that's okay that's so, kind of well the thing. that's that's a comedian, so he, right. here's how I look at it, and Zip asks this question uh, don't you zip like, well, how do you know what's a fact these yes. days and I think the answer has always been buyer beware. You don't know yeah. what's a fact, but what should be taught is whether you're listening to opinion or reporting. And there's a difference between opinion and reporting. Reporters- yes, but
7: now everything yeah. this is the problem is everything is blurred in that Totally. CNN has opinion and Rachel Maddow is an opinion, you know what yes, I mean? But, but she's an on host. a news channel. Yes. And they're going okay. tonight on the CNN news and you know, it just I got another uh, I got a,
1: I, I got more on this. Oh, okay. The operative being moron. I've got more on this. This adage is good for current events and and it's sort of always been true. But if you don't pay for it, you are the product. Mm-hmm. So right. when you watch cable TV, you sort of endure, it's trades for ads, right? But if you subscribe to the Wall Street Journal or the New York Times... Or the Washington Post, which is not my favorite, but these these uh, papers that people pay for have budgets to hire reporters to go and uh, hunt down facts. Now they still uh, there's opinion in any human being every time they speak. Uh, maybe not, but that's my opinion, and <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I like it. I yeah, like it. And uh, and so you you have to take that with a grain of salt. But are there sources? Are uh, like Is it just, I think that seems really fishy. I'm sure those were a bunch of illegals. Of course they're illegals. And then there's like five other ha ha has. Yes, and they're, that's what, they're new Americans and they can make up all this stuff. Well, that's bigotry. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not reporting. Uh, Reporting is here's what happened. Uh, A reporter will say, here's what Republicans are saying about it and here's what Democrats are saying about it. And a reporter will try to stick to the facts. Um, it's very hard to find reporting now because when we got rid of the fairness doctrine in the United States, all of a sudden we made it so that you, you could report whatever you wanted that would make you the most money. And nobody stops to watch traffic go by smoothly. People stop when there's an accident. So real, um, you know, honesty is boring.
7: Uh, well, yeah, that, I mean, you see yeah. that in a lot of uh, sort of coronavirus reporting, I think. Mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, the old thing, uh, I think they used to say like, oh, if they did a breaking news story every time an airline touched down safely, no one would be scared of flying. Right, right, but right. because they're going breaking news, we have a death counter at the bottom of the screen, and it's the worst thing imaginable, you know. Right. And, and This that, is the, yeah. like the Texas thing is interesting because... If you look at and there's admittedly a thousand other factors that you can't you know somewhat of my low intelligence can't really put together simply, you know, but at least just based off like the yeah.
4: yeah, yeah, yeah,
7: I'm an idiot, but I'm aware of it. But if you look at the population, right, so if you add the numbers of deaths and the population. Uh, If you adjust for population, basically, Texas has twice as many deaths as the state of Washington, even though Texas has been open the whole time, basically, and doing whatever they want. But if you were to listen on the news, it would be like, this is the end of the world, and they have 10 times as many deaths, and paper or body bags, and, and there are lots of people dying, but at a certain point, well, I, it, I do wonder what the effects are over The, over the time. old
1: expression, which by the way was around when Zip and I were kids was, if it bleeds, it leads. And that's how right. that's how news works. Uh, but but the other thing the reality pointed out by this virus is uh, and I'm going to say something it's going to sound a little controversial, but I'm hoping for some clicks. Hey, <laughs> um, <laughs> we can all use some yeah. clicks. Um, it, it, and this is it. I mean um What's the right way to put this? Dying is a perfectly natural thing. We shouldn't be so upset about it. Yeah. You know, two million people die in a typical year and two million babies are born. And we've written songs about that. And that's a very beautiful thing. It's called the circle of life. Oops. <laughs> this year, an extra half a million died. <laughs> okay, um, sure. Yeah. But, I, but, but here, and here's the thing. I care personally. Uh, right. As if, you know, every human being had a, had a life that was of equal value. I, I, I I read that somewhere, um, some Bill of Rights document or some, some dusty book. old thing. Went yeah back when, who knows? Uh, yeah. But Wall Street doesn't care. Business doesn't care. And the fact is most human beings care mostly about themselves, um, and I'm right. part of that group. I'm. That's why I'm staying home, and I'm not going to yeah. visit the grandchildren. Uh, but I was when, thinking
7: about that, yeah. too. I was thinking about, like, you know, I think the bomb shelter guy is right. You know, if you look at, like – um. I think that the lesson of this year has been, like, if you're relying on the state or the government for power, even... I mean, watch you're just watch out for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just <sighs> not happening. So it's sort of an every man for himself kind of thing. Right, I think well, the old saying is, uh, if you think a politician cares for you then you probably believe the stripper loves you so
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, <see> beautiful <laughs> yeah.
1: cue the theme
7: music that's perfect oh.
1: everybody hand across your heart
7: yeah. <laughs> now take so your hat off. maybe don't you better be standing for this national anthem dare taking as me. far as you know uh, I'm, <laughs> I don't even have hats <laughs> on it's fine fake news <laughs> well, I hope we don't see that on the recording <laughs>
0: strikes
4: and bright
0: stars through the perilous fight <laughs> o'er the ramparts we watched so all right I'm going to fade that
1: out ladies and gentlemen uh, Andrew Rivers Andrew thank you very much the Bob and Zip show with Ed Kelly is available uh, every Wednesday and Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And a special thanks to all of our listeners who are podcast members. The podcast is free; you don't have to. You know, you don't have to contribute anything in the tip jar, but a little, little bit goes a long way and it does help and we appreciate it go to bo- uh, patreon.com slash bob rivers that's patreon.com slash bob rivers none of the money's for me and hardly any of it is for andrew just so you know <laughs> mostly for expenses. <laughs> andrew god bless hey thank you love you bye yeah, man.
4: <laughs> that was electronic. And the home of the brave.
1: And
2: Steve Fossen is still here.
3: Hey, Fawson. how are you? That was very funny with uh, Andrew. He's he's oh, great. Thank you.
1: Yeah, he's he's uh. He's. uh, What was the thing you were talking about earlier? Practice and sticking with it.
7: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Twelve years in the making. Overnight success.
1: Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, hey, thanks for listening, Steve. And Summer was wonderful. It was fun to talk to her too. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah. So I wanted to give a plug to Lizzie for the one. She's the one that found that a cappella version of um, of the the sea. Back the, she's the one that pointed it out to me uh, so
1: normally i don't record the conversation after the show but i think they'll make an exception in this case because
4: yeah.
1: um uh, first off it shows over so we can't possibly screw it up right <laughs> <laughs> yes we can
4: we'll find a way we but, can
1: <laughs> oh so lizzie lizzie sent you that link that's cool thank you for that yeah. steve and uh, uh andrew thank you as always ed zip and all our patreons Here's one more song sung by Summer Masic and Heart by Heart)
4: keep up. Bob and Zip.